0: Critically Chaotic is a rowdy Dungeons and Dragons podcast that consists of adult themes and humor. Content warnings for this episode can be found in the episode description as well as a link to transcripts. Rest, weary traveler, and enjoy.
1: In the last episode, the Vox Anima made plans for their new job. The Vox spent the morning receiving a threatening letter from their old buddy Orial, summoning cute and salty familiars, and of course, having extremely normal and expected group conversations about the wanted statuses of your teammates. Now, the Vox has found their goal, a mysterious temple in an abandoned, creepy town. After discovering the temple is connected to the job they've already accepted, our adventurers must brace themselves to descend into the deep.
0: Uh, You open the door and it basically like opens up into like a stairwell. Uh, So you head on down with the light from snow kind of at the center of the group, keeping everything lit up. So you head on down to the next floor, which is um, kind of just like another open room. Um, And then at the end, you see another door. And in the center, there is a table and what looks to be a scale with some empty bowls. And then there is a big jug on the table. You can you can see at the you can see on the door at the end that there is a place for a key of some kind.
1: Can I try and pick the lock? Sure. <laughs> or wait, can Bypass I see if the door is
0: open it? first? Sure.
1: Is it unlocked? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um
2: also, uh can I instead of sending my familiar head, can I just use um L to give me advantage on my insight on my intelligence checks instead?
1: Sure. So uh, I'm going to use my mage hand, which I can use to pick a lock with my thieves tools.
0: Okay, Uh, roll luck for me. Okay. Am I able to use give him guidance on luck? I don't think so, but... Nope.
1: I got a 15. Okay, mage hand works. All right, uh, and then picking the lock? Whenever you cast
2: a
0: spell, you have to do a luck check. Do you want to explain why, lady?
1: So uh, being an arcane trickster... You have a limited, a very limited sort of set of spells that you know slash can cast. And I didn't like that. So I was like, hey, Zan, can I know more spells in exchange for having uh, some kind of handicap on something? And Zan was like, sure. Now your spells are going to have DC saving throws that'll do interesting things if you fail. Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) So I was like, sounds good. So now So now I have more spells, but uh
0: if they uh fail. Jerome's entire character is just like a luck bomb waiting to go off. Please
2: keep it's me as great. far away from Jerome as possible.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. So uh
1: now I gotta roll to actually use the thieves tools. Uh how does uh 17?
0: Uh so you Use your mage hand, and it daintily picks up the thieves' tools and starts expertly working in with the lock. But it, like, it tries and it does, like, really good. It goes through everything. You know exactly what to do, and so it knows exactly what to do. But it, it does not unlock the door. Hmm. Mm. So
1: me thinks uh, some kind of magical lock is uh, in play here. That normally works. Is there any sort of inscription around the bowls and
0: jugs? Uh, yes. Yeah. So again, it's written in the Old Elvish, so it's, it's a little bit hard to translate, but the essence of it is, it says, uh, make the scales exactly equal. Um, to do so, you must use the tools provided. Uh, and so, in a, in a meta standpoint, I'll tell you basically what this is. So the jug contains, uh, eight cups of water. And then there is a small glass that holds five cups of water and then a bowl that can hold three cups of water. And so you must, you must completely, uh, you must use these tools in order to completely split it. And I won't just let you say I do it. You have to tell me the steps in which you do it. (laughs) Oh my. If we were meeting in person, I would have you do this like in person. With stuff. That's amazing. Are we going to,
1: are we gonna go with the assumption that the jug, the bowl, and the cup all weigh the same amount?
0: Yeah. There there's there's two there's two like equal looking cups or whatever that you're supposed to equalize the water into. So you have like you have your measuring glass and bowl and then you have like the weighing glasses.
2: Since I've Snow is probably gonna immediately get to work because Bean knows how this works. Can I just investigate the rest of the room while Snow is doing that? Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, investigation 10 plus five fifteen.
0: Uh, okay. So, uh, you're looking around, and there's a, there's some more murals of, like, water and whatnot. So, um, on the first floor, there was some murals of, like, the, the top of the sea with, like, the waves and the ships. And then under here, it seems to be, like, almost kind of, like, underwater, where it has the inscriptions of, like, uh, a bit of, like, water wavy lines and then, like, fish and little bubbles and whatnot. But otherwise, there's not really, like, anything else in the room. It's basically just, like, this is the puzzle. In order to proceed forward, you have to do the puzzle.
1: I, I think we have a solution. Okay. So, dump the 8 jug to fill the 5 jug. So you'll have 3, 5, and 0. Alright, ju- dump the 5 jug to fill the 3 jug. So you'll have 3, 2, and 3. Dump the 3 jug to fill the 8 jug, so you'll have 6, 2, and 0. Dump the 5 jug to fill the 3 jug, so you'll have six, zero, and 2. Dump the 8 jug to fill the 5 jug, so you'll have 1, 5, and 2. Dump the 5 jug to fill the 3 jug, so you'll have 1, 4, and 3. And then dump the 3 jug to fill the 8 jug, so you'll have 4, 4, and 0.
3: I kept getting stuck at the like 1, 5, and 2 and I was like, what am I supposed to do here? And I knew it was stupid easy and I was like, I'm just
0: stuck. <laughs> So Snow works on that for a bit and gets to like this one part and she gets a little stuck and she's like, I, 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 I. Starts panicking. Jerome kind of like leans over her shoulder and is like, "Uh, how about you dump that and there and dump that and the other one and then you'll both have the equal amount. (laughs) Snow's just like, amazingly, you got that right, I think. (laughs) Does it?
1: I may be an idiot, but I ain't stupid.
3: <laughs> so we pour the two four cup things into the two cups that are weight
0: or balancing. Okay, um, and so uh, you put them into the cups, and the the scale kind of like does its like wobble as it's slowly like coming to equilibrium, and then as the scale stills. Um, The entire scale, like, itself kind of, like, weighs down and creates, like, a little divot in the table. And then you hear a quiet click as um, another part of the table kind of, like, opens um, in front of you. And then inside you see a a key on display. Woo!
1: Guys, it's like we're doing an escape room together.
4: Hey, escape (laughs) room!
3: Oh my god, yes.
1: Can I have my uh, mage hand uh, unlock the unlock the door? I I I don't want it to feel bad over failing to get the door open. So,
2: like... <laughs> what does Jerome's mage hand look like?
1: Jerome's mage hand uh, looks kind of like a um, it, it looks like a gloved hand. It look it looks kind of it actually looks kind of like a really big dragonborn esque hand. Dope. Um, <laughs> hmm. You can't quite see the Dragonborn-esque features because it's got like a glove-looking thing over it. It, it kind of flares out at the wrist a little bit, but yeah, that that is the that is the hand.
0: So Mei-Chan uses the key; uh, it unlocks the door and it kind of like pushes the door for you, so it opens on up, and you see more stairs.
1: It gives a little flourish as it does though. So. <laughs> like a of ta-da. Course.
0: Uh, like after it opens the door, it's like the the hand like turns around to face you and does like a like you know those fancy bows where like the the hand like twirls on the wrist a couple of times. It does that as though it's like bowing.
3: All right. Uh, shall we continue on? Yeah, I'll go first.
1: Same order as last time.
0: All right. So you head on down more steps, and then you arrive to yet another floor. Although this one, so. So you arrive on the floor and then there's a path just like straight down to the door. And it's about as wide as like a Mogan. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and so you can't really walk like two by two on this pathway. And then on either side of the pathway, it's open into uh, what looks to be like this kind of like murky pool kind of inside um, of the of the two like big holes on either side on the far side of the wall. There's like a little bit of extra floor room in front of the door. And on uh, the left side of the door, there is um, a crank. And then on the right side of the door, there's another crank. And then uh, in the water, you're able to just like, it's, it's really, it's really murky and it's kind of hard to see. And it just kind of like, it doesn't look like, you know, like fresh river water. It looks like suss water. Is there any inscriptions
3: in this room that say anything?
0: Uh, there is an inscription on the far door that says, um, find what you need using the resources available. The same kind of like very vague kind of instructions. Can I roll like an
1: investigation or a nature check on the water to see if I can tell if there's anything in there? Yep. Yeah. Um, I got a 19 for nature.
0: So for nature, you're able to tell that, uh, like, the water, like, it doesn't really smell right. It's almost, like, bubbling a little bit. And uh, if you, like, all get kind of quiet and you listen closely, you can almost hear, like, a kind of hiss sizzle of some kind. And you're able to tell that there's something, like, acidic about this water, quote-unquote. I'd relay that to the group. (laughs)
4: I got 16 for the investigation, by the way.
0: Uh, You can tell that there's, like, something in the water. It's a bit hard to tell exactly what it is because the water's, like, so murky, but you're able to make out, like, something almost kind of, like, glittering from the light bouncing off of... uh, off of Snow's amulet, necklace, whatever it is. Should we try and see what the cranks do?
4: Yeah, I was gonna say, can, can we... Can we investigate to see exactly, like, if we can see, are the are the cranks attached to anything? Like, can we get an idea of what they'll do if we touch
0: them? Uh, they're just attached to the wall, so you can't see. You you can assume that there's like some kind of mechanisms behind the wall, um, but you can't uh, you can't like see what it is just from where you are.
1: Does the does the item under the water
0: look heavy?
2: Does it does it look like it'll raise up and create like a path?
0: Uh, no, it looks kind of small. It's kind of hard to tell what it is, but, like, because it's small, uh, like, the, the sparkles are small, you can assume that it's probably not heavy.
1: I can, uh, send my mage hand to go pick it up.
0: Yeah. Try it. Roll a luck roll.
1: We got a 17. E.
0: Alright, so you are able to, to use mage hand. Alright, so, uh,
1: Hey, how's it going, Handy? Can you uh go get the thing at the bottom of the pool there?
0: It does like a little snap and then like puts its like fingers all tightly together in an almost like salute kind of emotion. And then it, it goes broop, right into the water. So you send the hand and it dives down and like you can't like quite see it. You're able to make out like a tiny bit of like the white glove. And then you see the sparkles kind of like get grabbed and that kind of starts moving upward until the spell the hand dissipates and the whatever it was slowly sinks back to the bottom which indicates to you Jerome that the the journey down there and back up is more than 30 feet which is how far the hand can travel in an action does the pool count as a container
1: um
0: why <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: So uh, as part of being an arcane trickster, uh, I have the 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 feat of uh, Mage Hand Ledgerman, which does special things with Mage Hand if it, if there's like containers. Like what? <laughs> um, I <laughs> I can stow one object the hand is holding in. And can, oh, it's just be if it's carried by another creature. Never mind.
3: Damn it! Damn it! All right, well I guess we should uh try the cranks. We don't really have anything else we can do.
1: Wait, do any of y'all know Thieves' Hand cuz or not Thieves' Hand, Mage Hand? Uh, cuz we can do the we can do a passing off sort of deal where when my Mage Hand passes off to somebody else's Mage Hand, you know? I I do have Mage Hand uh as a cantrip. Fantastic.
0: So Jerome, you you create the Mage Hand and it dives down it grabs the key and it kind of goes up and then it's like shimmering a little bit because um it's still like a bit into the water. It's like maybe halfway down in the water and it's shimmering because it's like, I can't go any further. Oh, what if, how, <sighs> this is insane. How
2: far down can Mogan hold? Like if I was held by Mogan <laughs> over, this is so extra, <laughs> over the path, how much closer would I get? Would I be able to grab it with the key? Would I be able to grab the key with my mage hand?
0: Um, you would have to, yeah, with your mage hand, you could do that. Yeah, cool.
2: Because <laughs> I have a safety measure that can save me if I'm dropped. Morgan won't drop you. What are you talking about? Exactly. This is a this is a trust exercise. <laughs> God, <laughs> let's do this. Hold me over a vat of acid. This is. I'm curious. I need to know. This is my negative one wisdom coming into play. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 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 yeah, I like this. I like this. Yeah, yeah. Gonna go really wrong. Character stuff, character stuff, let's go. Okay, so go on, do that in character. Mogan, I have an idea, but we will have to trust one another. (laughs) Before you answer the plan, we need to get closer to this key so I can use my mage hand to grab it. The only way that we can do that safely is if one of us is held over this pool of acid by you. But you can, Snow, can you can do backup, hold, Mogan.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll give a help action, yeah. I guess.
2: You'll hold me over and I will grab the key. I can save myself if I get dropped. So not that I will get dropped. It's just if, like, I don't know, you get attacked and, like, I start falling. I don't know. What do you think? He kind of thinks about it for a second. Would look really cool. I guess. Let's do it. Harrius gently like take put puts a hand on Leaf's shoulder and backs a little further to the door.
0: Like wait,
3: also I'll be like holding Mogan around his waist, pulling
0: him. Back oh so my he god! Doesn't fall. <laughs> I need y'all. I need y'all to do a series of rolls for me, and then I will describe this in beautiful detail. Got it. Okay. 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 So, uh, Mogan roll strength, and then um snow you can roll to assist with strain. okay uh is that can i use guidance with that i'll say that you can guidance one of you
3: okay uh, i'll give it to uh mogan i feel like that's slightly more important
2: okay i'm gonna use a complete i'm using a completely different dice <laughs> i've already used two different dice let's see if this one rolls well for what i might be doing yeah i'm
0: also on completely different dice so i'm i'm hoping Okay, and then Alex, roll acrobatics, and then what's the name of the the backup thing that you have? Misty step that makes sense, okay. I got a fourteen okay I got a fifteen and then Mogan, what did you get? coming for the win. He got an unnatural twenty two yeah hey. twenty two is not natural, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're definitely clearing this room the way the DM intended.
0: (laughs) For sure, for
2: sure. 100%.
1: Fuck your crank, Sam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, no, I, to be honest, I find this is fucking great to me. And in fact, because of just how like batshit this this whole idea this is, just because of how batshit it all is, uh, Alex, I'm gonna give you inspiration. Oh my god! go! Yes. because you're putting yourself in danger for a ridiculous thing that will promote character growth, and I love it. Beautiful. Are you ready? Are you ready for me to describe what occurs? Yes, we are so Please. ready. All right, so. Uh, They quickly explains the plan to Mogan and Mogan gives a sturdy nod like, yes, I can do this. And so he he kneels down and he braces himself on the floor and he holds out a hand and Vey grabs uh, Mogan's hand and jumps out and lands feet solid against the wall, like perpendicular to this acid. Uh, when Vey jumps and does this, Snow is like, motherfucker, and watches <laughs> forward to wrap her arms around Mogan, keeping him extra steady because Vey is so extra that she had to leap off to be dramatic. <laughs> it fits. And so while while Vey is uh, leading out like this, she throws out a hand and casts Mage Hand. What does her Mage Hand look like?
2: You know how her her Eldritch Blast is like weird and goopy looking? That's what the hand basically looks like. It's sort of like where the wrist is, it just sort of like drips off into like nothingness. And like the hand has like probably like elongated nails that like match her own nails because she just like is extra with her nails. And like it looks like it has like rings and stuff on it, but it just sort of like forms with the hand in this black goopy inky look.
0: That appears stretching out. So, so whereas with Jerome, he kind of like flicked his hand and the, the may kind of like formed when, when Vay opens her hand, it's like this goop kind of like extends from her own hand, creating like this second, like the second skin kind of a thing. Uh, in this, like, black goopiness with these long nails. And it dives into the water, and it grabs the the key from Jerome's other mage hand that was waving at the very edge, and it comes back, and it emerges from the acid. Would it want to hand the key back to you, Ve, or would it just go, like, by the door to kind of insert it?
2: No, I would probably put it on the ground over there for now, just so that, like, any residual acid could drip off it, because I don't want to ruin the lock or get anyone burned with acid. So I'll just sort of, like, put it on the ground and let it dry for a little bit.
0: And then with Mogan's 22, he is also able to pull they up and onto um, solid ground without dropping you or him going tumbling it. Thank
2: you.
1: That went better than I expected. <sighs> I cannot believe that work. Jerome bursts into raucous applause.
2: Jerome, do you think I have a future in the circus, maybe?
1: I mean, yeah. Given that performance... You got some showmanship. I can appreciate that.
2: Thank you. I give a a curtsy.
1: Can I summon my mage hand to have to propose a mage, ha- a mage hand high five between Jerome
0: and Vay? Yeah, you yes. can. To- you could totally <laughs> recast mage hand for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw the luck roll. I'll risk it. The fucking natural twenty. Okay, so so Jerome recasts mage hand and. Uh, I assume Jerome, like, gives his own mage hand a high five and then the mage hand turns around to face Vae's mage hand to give a high five, and Vae's uh, hand kind of, like, stops and, like, kind of goes in for a handshake, and then the other mage, <laughs> then Jerome's mage hand, like, switches to a handshake as Vase uh, switches for, like, a high five, and they do that kind oh of awkward God. back and forth before, like, both palms, like, turn towards you guys and does, like, an almost, like, shrug kind of movement, and then they both disappear.
2: <laughs> well, hands made a full person! Fantastic! <laughs> It fits. And I'll I'll turn I'll turn over to Mogan and go, thanks, big guy, and I'll give him a slap on the bicep. Ass.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I will try and cross this bridge. I'll go first.
0: I assume you all can walk in a straight line. It's not so narrow that you need to roll like balance, like a balance type thing or anything. Uh by the time everything is done and you've all have kind of like migrated over, the acid has kind of like dripped off a bit. And the key looks like it's kind of eaten away, except ironically, or not ironically, conveniently, for the actual, like, key part that goes into the lock. It seems like the acid didn't affect that part.
2: Does the key look old?
0: Yeah, it looks pretty old. Like, it's kind of like old iron. Uh, Use the key, the door unlocks, and you're able to push it open. More stairs! So you all head down the steps, and you arrive at the next floor. And this is probably, like, the most kind of, like, quote unquote, decorated uh, room that you've been to. So in the center, of, so at the end, you can see like another familiar door. It has a lock. And so in the center of the room, there is like this glass box that goes from the floor up to the ceiling. And it has like a, a door that's opened. There are various pots and urns and old scattered items that are just kind of all around the room. In the center of the glass box, there is a key that is seated upon a stool, and the key looks just like all the other ones that you had gotten. And then at the door, there is an altar that is a couple feet in front of the door.
2: While we're still at the door, can I double check traps? Uh, yep. Okay, uh,
0: that's a dirty 20. So, you look around. And like the the room seems like structured kind of the same way besides like the obvious changes like the the items and the the glass box and whatnot so you don't see anything that really like indicates a trap but you just get like a weird feeling about this glass box
2: arcana check worthy uh yeah uh yeah i'll try arcana check on it i guess 13 plus 5
0: You get the same kind of like very vague magic sense that you got from like earlier on when you checked, I think it was you that checked the uh, lock on one of the doors. And so, and you see like similar kind of like runes inscribed on it that kind of implies like a, a magical kind of something. But otherwise you assume that like, if anything is going to happen with this box, then it's probably something mechanical, but you also can't like quite see much.
2: Uh, last question before I let everyone else do stuff. Does it look like the like at the top where the box connects with the ceiling is there like an opening at the top in the box area or does it look like the box can slide into little seams in the ceiling or nothing?
0: So at the top the the glass seems to co- kind of like go through the stones like the stones are placed in a way that it's like connected like directly with the with the glass. But like inside kind of looking up you're not in the box, but, like, kind of looking up, like, to where the ceiling would be inside the box. It seems to, like, keep going up. Like, you can't quite see, it gets really dark, but, like, it's not just, like, another stone like the rest of the ceiling. It's, like, a hole there.
2: Out of character, why do I feel like a gelatinous cube is gonna slide down from that little slot and attack us? <laughs> you said there was an altar at the door, yeah? Yeah.
3: I
0: wanna do another
3: religion check on it. That's a Seven
0: it's it's for religious purposes, um it probably has something to do with the puzzle. Maybe this is a religion puzzle there is a there is another inscription uh similar to the other floors, and then for this one, it says that uh in order to obtain the key uh you must offer a means of life to receive passage
2: blood sacrifice, yeah, no one wanna give some blood
1: I'm down. <laughs> uh no, thank you. I'm uncomfortable with this.
2: Is it like a chalice, a bowl? It's a goblet. Okay. Does it look like bloodstained and rusted or anything on the inside? Uh, it looks clean. Oh. I mean, I'll take one for the team. I'm down as well. I'll pull out my hand axe. Wait, maybe we should look for more clues before <laughs> we just chop into our hand.
1: I mean, it's just some blood. It might be like water. Like, the, the, the whole temple has, like, the water theme, and, like, you can't have life without water. Why,
2: why don't we check out some of these pots and stuff first? I...
1: That isn't a bad idea,
4: Jerome. actually.
1: I think the water idea makes a lot of sense. So let's investigate the pots, I guess.
3: How many pots were there?
0: There's, there's just a bunch. It's kind of, like, all scattered around, kind of feel, filling the edge walls of the room. Oh, I haven't been describing that the murals have been adjusting each floor. So yeah, so on the second floor, which had the the bowls, water, jug puzzle, uh, it was like kind of underwater with like the squiggle of lines and then like the fish. And then the next room, which was the acid room, um, it had uh, more of like kind of the line squiggles um, and the, the carving seemed to be like almost deeper into the stone kind of to imply like a quote-unquote darker color and it showed uh like bigger kind of like scarier fish and some sharks and it also showed like a few skeletons kind of like floating in the water uh and then for this one it's there's the occasional kind of like squiggle or like bubble but it's mostly like not all that much decoration except for very occasionally you can see like what looks like eyes kind of drawn onto the stone as though they're kind of like all staring at you
1: not creepy at all. So inviting.
0: So then, in the pots... So there's, like, a whole bunch of them. In some of them, it's empty. In some of them, there are old grains. Uh, in some of them, you find fish bones. I almost said skeleton bones. Fish bones. And, like, a lot of a lot of them, which which uh, you could imply... Or you could infer means that the pot had once been full of fish. And over time, it has completely decomposed into just the bones. I think these were offerings... There's uh, a lot of rope, some of which are tied into knots. There's a uh, some big swaths of fabric that look similar to like sails you would have on a boat, and then a uh, uh, assortment of kind of like old jewelry, a lot of which has kind of rusted or worn down.
1: Can uh, can I pocket those? Sure.
0: I'll say that I'll say that you can carry uh two pounds worth of jewelry if you want to completely stuff your pockets.
1: Uh, let's just go with one pound for now.
0: Radical thought. Can I just take
3: some water from, like, my, my water skin and just pour it in the goblet and see what that does?
0: Sure. Uh, when you pour the water into the goblet, do you, like, fill it all the way? Do you do it halfway?
2: Yeah, I, I fill it pretty much all the way, I guess.
0: Uh, When you fill it all the way, you hear a little click, and then that's it.
2: Did anything happen with the glass square thingy? Nope. Is the aura still there on the, like, the weird
0: feeling around the glass? Like, it's it's not it's not necessarily, like, like a magical, innate feeling. It's just kind of like an instinct kind of thing. Yeah, like, oh, that might be bad.
3: All right, well, uh... Maybe I, we I... all have to... Yeah, I, I poured some water into the goblet, and there was a click, but I, I can't tell if it did anything.
2: What if we took, like, a rock and threw it at the glass thing to see if it, like, explodes or something? I don't trust that. <laughs> I
4: don't know if we want to. <laughs> um. Agitate whatever's going on. Here. I really, really want to hit it.
2: Logan and I are on the same page.
4: Let's try everything first, and then we can brute force it. How about that?
1: Maybe we all need to give something up. Can can you re can you reiterate the 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 description, Zan?
0: So it states that um, in order to move forward, the room requires a a means of life to receive passage.
1: A means of life.
3: Maybe, does it need, like, a little bit of food, water, like, all the things you'd need to live?
1: Maybe. I'm thinking this is, might be, like, a play on words sort of deal.
3: I mean, I
2: could try casting, like, a healing spell. Go ahead. Yeah, well try everything, I guess.
0: You can't really cast a healing, like, if it would be on an object, it would be mending, but you can't cast a healing spell on an object. And I don't have mending, so.
3: Do we need to try blow? Try, we get add a bit of blood to the water.
1: I feel so, ew, about any sort of blood sacrifice, though, like... I don't mind doing some blood sacrifice. You don't know where that blood is gonna go. You don't know what's gonna touch. Hey, if somebody steals your blood, they could impersonate you, or they could drink it, or they could, like, you just track <laughs> it down. I've seen some wild shit happen with blood. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Snow just decides while well, everyone's kind of bickering and just takes out her hand axe and like pricks her finger and puts some blood in with the water.
0: Nothing happens.
2: Perhaps it needs to be full. Of blood? Maybe. It was only once the goblet was full of water that it clicked. It probably has the mechanical and the arcane aspects of it, so it could tell that the water wasn't enough, but the blood needs to fill it fill it all the way.
3: I guess. I don't want to really be the only one putting blood in here, then, if I gotta fill the whole thing. We could
4: all put some in.
3: Sure.
1: I- I- I ain't gonna fuck with any sort of blood magic, so I'm out. Neither. I'm down. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I
3: guess it's- it's, uh, it's the four of us doing it. I'll dump out the water, and then I'll cut a little bit of a bigger gash and, like, let it fill up for a little bit before kind of squeezing my finger and moving out of the way.
0: You pick up the goblet, you dump out the water, and you set it back down, and you hear another click when it's empty. And now you have begun filling it with your blood. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds
2: so warm. <laughs> I step out of the way
0: and kind can of, I, like...
2: Actually, before anyone else does any more blood sacrifice, can I just do a general, like intelligence check or something to see if this
0: would work? You can try. Uh twelve. It might be different. It's it's hard to say. You you're not really sure. You just you just see this glass box, you see a key, you see the the door, you see this goblet.
2: Awesome. I don't say anything and I let them continue on. Who's up next? I'll go next.
0: <laughs> but by, by the way, um Snow, roll a constitution save.
2: Oh,
4: oh fuck. god <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, I give you resistance for that, by the way.
0: Hector's going to All right, so 13. You feel a little dizzy, but you're fine.
4: Okay, dope. Well, now I'm a little more scared about going next. I should really have anything he can prick his finger on.
0: Mogan
2: just reaches over with his axe. I will give you a dagger. <laughs> take this one axe <laughs> Let's go I see Mogan like His hand like Itching to reach For his axe I'm like <gasps> Dagger <laughs>
4: <laughs> Leaf takes out a dagger And and he And he pricks his finger And kind of Hesitantly Adds some blood To the goblet
0: Uh Leaf roll a constitution save Okay Well I, I got a natural 20 hey! Jesus <laughs> Okay well you're fine You feel great <laughs> you're like yeah I, sh- I should i should give blood more often <laughs> i should do more blood <laughs> sacrifice yeah blood
2: sacrifice
1: is great guys all right um Karius goes up next and says i only have a sword can i borrow something you can use my dagger yes please thank you i don't i ain't gonna do the blood thing but uh
0: all right uh roll a constitution save 13 uh you feel a little dizzy but you're fine
1: Mogan walks right up, doesn't even care, takes his axe out. And just makes a
0: little cut on his finger. So when it is full and you draw your hand back, you hear a, a click. Roll a constitution save for me. That is gonna be a 13. You're dizzy, but you're fine. All of us with the 13s out here. Does anything happen, or do
2: we just sacrifice blood for nothing?
0: <laughs> I mean, you, you heard the click. I really i
2: am so glad this didn't work. <laughs> so Should I just touch the glass? I didn't sacrifice any blood.
1: Use your mage hand to touch it. Love a good mage hand.
2: Valid. Alrighty. Well perhaps we should all move back a little bit before I do. Karis is
0: already against the wall. <laughs> Everyone shuffles back.
2: Yeah, I'll summon my mage hand and
0: try and poke it. So you just poke the glass box? Yep.
2: <laughs> That's what I do
0: with my mage hand. Cool. Cool. So the the goopy uh slimy hand emerges from Bay's <laughs> hand. And goes over to the box, and, like, the palm, like, turns back to, like, look at you all being like, are you sure? And then it turns back, and it extends one finger, and it gets close, and then it goes, as it pokes it, and nothing happens. Awesome.
3: So, perhaps putting, like, weighing down the goblet was the first part, and now we have to do something with the box?
2: Mogan, do you want to try and destroy it? I okay hang on I
0: mean I just I feel like I didn't explain something at one point There's a door the, the box is open You definitely you did, you not did not say explain that That, that. I was a door that, that. This, this glass, glass box, box that goes, goes from, from the floor, the floor, up, floor up, up to the ceiling and it has, has like a a door that's opened A door that's opened, opened. Uh, a door that's opened uh, you never I swear suffered, I said that and, uh, at the very no.
4: beginning. No. Nope. I'm just imagining people that are like listening to this in the future absolutely pulling their hair out because we are wasting so much time.
2: <laughs> Sorry, we're guys. Sticking around with this goblet of blood. Honestly, yeah, we're going to definitely grab the key, but I feel like our um, curiosity would have gotten the best of us, anyways. And we would have done the water thing, and then maybe a little bit of blood. I probably wouldn't have said, like, hey, we should all sacrifice and stuff.
1: Yeah, maybe we wouldn't fill the cup, but... we would. I think we would stop at the water phase and then investigate more. Okay.
2: I'll just make, like, make my mage hand go through, because there's still that weird aura around the box that I was... That danger sense. So now
0: it goes to the key that's on the stool, and it picks it up, and it exits the box. Cool. I grab the key from it. Cool.
2: You have a key. Awesome. I did it, guys. Oh, oh my god, this is wow. so easy! What the hell? You know, <laughs> playing a high-intelligence character, it's hard sometimes, but, like,
0: it comes through. Okay, so yeah, you have a key. Does the door have a keyhole? Uh, yes, it does. You open the door, more stairs. Congratulations. Down the stairs we go. So you go down the stairs and you reach another floor, and this one does not have another door like the rest, so you can assume that you are at the bottom. Oh. Oh. And so I'm going to describe this room because it's the biggest of the rooms. There is a large pool of water, like an actual pool, and that is not like a large puddle, like a pool of water, that stretches across most of the room. There's about a 15-foot perimeter kind of around the pool, and then the pool is about 30 feet long, and 20 feet wide and then it looks maybe like 10 to 15 feet deep it's kind of hard to tell there are old lanterns hanging from the ceiling but they give off no light there's a ghostly glow coming from the pool in the form of blue jellyfish that are swimming around if you guys know what like moon jellyfish are they're they're very similar to that um at the very end of the room you can see a large table that seems to have a lot of objects on it and you can see like Yeah, you can see that it's like a lot of objects, but it's kind of hard to see because it's like 60 feet across the room. And there are two ghostly figures that are standing at the table and they both turn to look at you and their forms are wispy like fog and they have a distant yet frightened look on their faces. They each look vaguely elven, and they're wearing what appears to be sailor's clothing. And they don't really like make any move towards you. They're just kind of watching you as you're at the doorway. Carius is
2: way more interested in the jellyfish than the ghost. <laughs> Faye is way more interested in the ghosts than the jellyfish. No, is also far more interested in the ghosts. Carius is like edging away to get closer, and closer to the pool, so we can get look and look more.
1: Rong is gonna walk forward a little bit.
2: Pincer I'll go the I'll go the opposite direction
1: and uh, give a little wave at the sailor ghost. Oi, laddies! Uh
0: did you did you just up scottish what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laddies. laughs> shut up <laughs> bad <at> accents
1: <laughs> y'all doing all right down there
0: they're kind of quiet for a moment and then one of them calls um what do you want why are you here uh we were just exploring this temple you know and uh got to the bottom level uh what 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 seems to be uh all of this they share kind of a glance at each other. And then the other one says, This is our home. This is this is ours. We take care of this place.
1: Mighty lovely place you got here. I especially like all the, the water murals on the walls. They're very lovely. It is in honor of Istitia. Istitia, ah. I was wondering who this uh, temple is, too. Can, can I do a religion check to see if I know who that is?
0: Yeah. Ditto.
1: Okay, I got a seventeen.
0: Uh Jerome, you know that um Istitia is also known as the king of water elementals.
1: Ah, Ististicia. Ah. He's a good old king. Yeah he, uh, he liked this temple? You 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 doing
0: sacrifices to him? We give offerings. Yes. Why have you come through our temple? Ah mostly just exploring, you know? You come across a
1: random temple in the middle of nowhere with a abandoned town you you, you kind of want to look inside and see what's up
2: does the does the clothing that the ghosts are wearing does it match with the clothing that that skeleton
0: had on uh no the the skeleton had on kind of just like general like everyday wear, and then these ghosts appear to have some kind of like sailor uniform or like some kind of like water type outfit
2: other one, do I see like Blood stains on the floor, like bodies behind the table. If I can see behind the table, like between the legs or anything.
0: Roll investigation. I got eighteen. I got twelve. So Mogan's the only one that can really discern uh, the things in in the darkness. Um, so Mogan, you're able to spy like a uh, a few bones that are kind of scattered around the perimeter. Uh, inside the pool, um, you're able to spot a couple, like, full skeletons that are in there, and then some kind of discoloration, like, kind of vaguely around that could indicate blood. Karis I've been, like, peering
2: over the edge of the pool, and he just silently backs up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jerome is still occupied with keeping the attention of these two ghostly figures. You appear to be a little bit, uh, transparent. Uh, what, what, what's, what's that about? Most folks We're that dead. I run into are like, oh. <laughs> I'm sure your god uh, appreciates you with your effort and your uh, offerings, but uh, wouldn't you rather, you know, rest? Move on to the great
0: beyond? We're the only people left here in order to take care of him. So uh, what do you do to to uh, take care of your god? Will you leave us be? You
1: don't belong here. I mean, who really belongs anywhere? We belong here.
2: Throughout this conversation, Jerome, where, where did you go?
1: Jerome's not really moving anywhere. <laughs> He's still, like, just a little bit in front of the party. Not not really anywhere closer or farther away from y'all, just, like, at the front. Perhaps you can ask if
2: the um, artifacts are theirs and where they got them. And then
1: if they are still being aggressive, well... May, may I ask a bit of a question, though? Where, where, where did you go getting those uh, artifacts? They were taken from us. Oh. oh can I do an insight check on that?
3: Yeah, ditto.
2: Eighteen. Fifteen. I got an unnatural twenty.
0: Nice. Oh sick. So Vey, you're you're you feel that they're telling the truth and then Mogan and Snow, you're able to discern that like they they believe it and they mean it, but that the artifacts weren't necessarily like like stolen implies like a bit of violence kind of a thing. Um, and the stolen from us kind of implies that it was, like, they were there and whatnot. But you can understand that, like, these artifacts, like, weren't from this temple necessarily. Like, they might still be connected to these ghosts somehow, but, um, it wasn't, like, from this temple. It wasn't necessarily just from this town. They're just pissed that artifacts are stolen from their god? Yeah. Uh so we just
3: whisper- I, I whisper that to Jerome.
1: Might I have a moment to talk with my compatriots here? <laughs> if you will leave. Uh we'll 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 be heading our way out eventually. I'm, i I pr- I promise. They look very annoyed and kind of agitated at that. I turn around to the rest of the party. So well uh, what are we gonna do about uh these two chuckle fucks? I'm not sure if you can really do much damage against something that's already dead. The the the, the existence of the the pool implies uh some sort of Sea monster, sea creature that they could uh, summon or something.
2: Can I actually take a look in, like, can I just peer into the pool and see if there's any sea creature lurking at the bottom of the pool? I would
1: also like to do that. I would also like to.
4: We'll, we'll, like, break from our our little huddle and then, like, look into the pool and then (laughs) huddle again.
0: I mean, I got a five. Twenty-three. Okay, so everyone but Jerome is able to see, like, basically, like, everything in the pool and there's no, like, creepy sea creature down there. It's just all the jellyfish hanging out. We could potentially even just,
3: like, tell them that we want to honor their god by displaying it because that's the whole point of these. They were supposed to go to a museum.
2: Museums don't really honor gods. They don't, like, sacrifice to them. But it could,
1: if we spin it the right way, it could work. We could promise them to... Tell the greatness of their god and that the museum will do the same.
3: And and mention that there's going to be more people honoring their god by seeing the
1: artifacts.
2: They're getting pissed off, so maybe we should decide something real quick. I vote for just putting them to their final grave. Can
1: we fight a ghost? If we can fight a ghost, I'm down to fight a ghost. I think we should uh, try and talk it out first. And uh, if that fails uh, and they summon someone doing something with the pool your talking wasn't working. They're getting more pissed. And now we have an idea concerning the museum. We could
2: try our best to persuade them, but it,
4: it's it's six of us against two.
1: If that fails, then I got thunder Wave.
2: Can I do a history check to see if I know if we can kill a ghost? For, like, reading, <laughs> like, B-series or something?
0: Do do an arcana check instead of a history check. Fourteen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can kill a ghost. You guys can do
2: the talking thing, but I'm ready for a fight. And I'll I'll take this mask off of my hip. It's just been sort of like hanging there, kind of hidden by my bag. Um, but I sort of take out this mask and it's the, the eyebrows sort of go down into a point that looks like an owl. And then the eyes are sort of like the holes are underneath that pointedness. And then two like grooves are kind of chiseled into the mask. It's like white porcelain. Um and the two grooves are chiseled down to sort of look like tear tracks, and they go down to like the the like the bottom of the chin. Like it's still the mask is still like complete in one piece, but it's just a little grooves on the inside. And she puts it over her face. I step behind everybody.
1: Oi, uh, fellas, uh, mind if I uh bring up a little bit of a proposition for you?
0: They just stare at you. They don't say anything, but they stare at you.
1: So uh. <laughs> These days, uh, not not too many folks know uh, your uh, your patron, uh, Isthia, and I think that's a that's a darn shame. Isthia is like such a great god. He's 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 got the sailing. He's got the the water elementals. He's a wonderful king, and I think it's a darn shame that nobody knows about him these days. It's 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 a tragedy. So I was thinking, a lot of those artifacts you had there. Uh, I heard that there was supposed to be some sort of ex- exposition at the uh, local museum about the the great god Istitia, uh and that there were uh, artifacts that were supposed to be brought in, and uh, on our way in here, we came across a carriage that, uh, well, it looks like it had seen uh, some better days, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you might have uh, acquired those artifacts from that caravan. Uh, I think it'd be... Real swell, yeah, if you'd allow us to spread the great word of Estetia to the masses. uh, Display some of his artifacts and his glory to the masses and spread his word around. Because as as wonderful as his temple is and as wonderful as you two are, and a dying god and his dying and dead worshippers is not going to get as much traction as one whose name is known far and wide by the masses. You hear about all these popular gods that have temples everywhere with their living followers, but, uh, you know, sometimes there's temples out there with forgotten gods, and damn it, I don't want Estitia to become one, uh, so, what do you say? Would you, would you let us take the artifacts and spread the word of Estitia through the museums?
0: Roll Persuasion with Advantage. <gasps> nice! Oh my gosh! Advantage! advantage. Apparently that was a good speech. That one was a
1: 12. 22.
0: Shit. Okay. So they listen to your very long uh winded explanation, including when you said exposition instead of exhibition. (laughs) And they consider your words and they say A long time ago our town was raided by horrible people who saw our offerings to our God and thought them only as treasures that they could sell off and and move between each other like commodities, like they were simple trinkets. But we truly want to honor our God, and we want our God to be known and not just be forgotten, much like we have been, much like our town has been, after the horrors that have happened to us by, by people that that did not understand us and did not respect what we did to survive out here. And so if... If you truly are telling the truth, then that this will spread the word of Estitia to many more people in a way that will not paint him as ruthless or as horrific, but simply as another being, as simply as as kind and forgiving as other gods are presented as, then they kind of sigh a bit. Then, all right, you can you can take our goods so long as you do not desecrate the good name of Astitia.
1: Perish the thought. I would I would never do such a thing. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you, too.
0: We can help you move our artifacts outside of the temple, but beyond that, we can go no further. So they start gathering up some of the artifacts. Jerome goes over and starts to grab some artifacts. They don't do anything to hurt you. Uh, together, you all head back up. Uh, none of the doors like close and locked again, so you're able to head all the way back up.
2: When we were down at the bottom, while people were like grabbing at artifacts and like putting them in their bags, could I have been like double-checking that all of the artifacts are indeed there with that list? Yeah. Anything interesting stand out in that list? I'm curious.
0: So it's a lot of um, various pieces of jewelry, especially a lot of rings and necklaces. There is a spyglass that, that is accounted for. There are a couple uh, very old rudimentary compasses that were made- Uh, that are accounted for and uh, there is also a golden mask that does not seem to be made like for actual like wearing on the face but it seems to be kind of like a wall decoration of some kind
3: is anything not accounted for
0: uh the mask that i just mentioned is not listed on the list
2: can i do like a arcana check or something Uh, that's a uh (laughs) seven
0: i hate i hate that (laughs) (laughs) there doesn't necessarily seem to be like magic associated with it you get like a slight sense of potential magic but not in the same way as like actual magic items are it's more so it seems to be like the the residue of some kind of like like religious magic like cleric magic of some kind
2: can i store the mask in my bag under the radar of everybody
0: You can roll sleight of hand to do that.
2: That is a 17.
0: Nobody's passive perception is over 17, so nobody notices that you do this. Uh, So yeah, you'll all get outside of the temple, they walk you down the steps, and then that's kind of where they stay as they just kind of like watch you leave. They don't like wave or anything, they just kind of watch you go. So by the time you all leave and you get back to your carriage, it has gotten pretty dark. Like the day has passed in that temple.
1: So we, uh, rest for the night, and then, uh, continue on? Ooh, ooh, wait. I got, I got, I got... So I did, when we, when we, when we did the sleeping thing at the inn, before we left, I got, I know, I know what spells I know. I don't know how to use all of them very good, but I think I got one that'll do some helping. I want to try and cast
0: Unseen Servant. Roll a luck check! I got a two! (laughs) You cast unseen servant uh much like the mage hand um unseen servant just like kind of is invisible um except for the way that you cast it is that you are still able to see it with two gloved hands much like the mage hand had and so um it appears and it kind of like uh puts its hands together uh a, a little bit kind of like waiting for instruction
1: there's a slight difference between the mage hand and the unseen servant you notice that the unseen servant's Gloves are kind of dirtied. They're like a little brown. They're a little tattered and frayed, uh, and they got like kind of burns in them. But otherwise, they look like the same sort of gloves. Jerome turns to the unseen servant. He's like, "Hey, how you doing, buddy? Uh, so you're a unseen servant, right? Uh, would you mind uh helping us set camp? Uh, maybe you could like start a fire. Ha- help with the there's there's like a nice little pile of tinder here. Help with that."
0: The the hands kind of like tilt a little bit, and then like they move as though like the arms have crossed, and then like it rotates about ninety degrees as though the servant is facing like away from you.
1: I don't think this the the spell was supposed to work like this, fellas. Okay, so maybe maybe you don't like to do the 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 fire setting thing. Um, oh, I I have a a i have a a, a glove that needs some repair, and Maybe you could like stitch that up or something. And uh, Jerome pulls a glove out of his pocket and holds it out.
0: It turns, like, slightly towards Jerome and then, like, reaches out and takes the glove and kind of, like, holds it up. And so it kind of, like, takes it as though it's kind of, like, looking at it. And then it pulls and just, like, rips the fabric more. And so now there's just, like, a big tear, like, all through the glove. And then it dramatically, like, holds it out in a very, like, here you are, sir, kind of a gesture.
2: I don't think your servant likes you.
0: They, it is your watch. Are you doing anything in particular on your watch?
2: Obviously. Um, so I'm going to take out that very peculiar mask I ran across. I helped set up Jerome's hammock with our mage hand. So I'm going to go kind of into the forest, like behind a couple of bushes, like I'm squatting a pee <laughs> um, <laughs> by myself. And I'm going to take out that peculiar mask that I saw. I'm going to do a little bit more investigation. 16 because it's the same for history and investigation
0: so i'll describe the mask a bit more in detail and then i'll tell you kind of what you know so the way that it's shaped it almost looks like cloth even though it seems to be made from like some kind of heavier material and it looks like gold but upon investigation like it doesn't it's not heavy enough for gold um uh, but it is sturdy to some capacity you're not quite sure what it is but it's just like kind of painted over with gold um, and then it's designed to kind of look like a cloth draping kind of a thing. Like if you just took like a long sheet of fabric and just put it over your face, but there are two holes that are, uh, carved out for eyes. Um, and then the extra fabric kind of like goes back. Um, well, it, it gives the illusion of going backwards, like behind the mask, if you look at it from the front, but it really is just like intricately carved while the material is just going up. So it would kind of like hang flat. Uh, and then when you turn it around as though you were like looking at it to put it on, um, it has like it has this weird inscription where like you you obviously can like read all inscriptions, but like it doesn't it's basically nonsense. It just kind of looks like a lot of like random shapes. It's not like an actual language that you can really detect. You haven't really like heard of any historical thing l- with a mask like this really.
2: My face is like horrified in real life, but Vay's face in game is very interested. It has eye holes on it.
0: So it's it functions basically as like an actual mask. And like while theoretically it's it appear like based on the way that it appears like it would be like hung on a wall. Um it's still the actual like mask part is still sculpted in a way that it would fit on someone's face. Can I like look through the eye holes
2: and like see if anything looks different. Like
0: just kind of like holding it up, like not as like not on your face as mask, but just kind of holding it up and peering through. I'll do whatever lets me look through it. You're able to like like if you, you could kind of hold it up and just like peer through it, similar to like if you just like cut out a hole in a paper and you just like held it out, you could still like look through and like nothing really seems all that different, but it's you're looking through like very tiny like, holes, because they're supposed to sculpt around your eyes, so they're small when you hold it kind of away from you.
2: (sighs) Negative one wisdom coming
0: into effect again, y'all. I put the mask on. Alright, so... So you kind of, like, bring them. You bring the mask forward in order to kind of, like, press it up against you to actually look through. And, like, everything looks normal again. Like, it's it's not anything special. But um as you start to pull the mask away, being like, well, whatever, that's, like, nothing. Uh, you kind of start to pull it back. And then you suddenly feel something, like, grab the back of your head and the mask gets, like, thrown back up against your face and you you feel something like slimy and icky almost like coming off of the mask starting to like grab around the back of your head and L like gives a shriek and like flaps away um, as this like horrible like goopy like it's cold and it just like latches onto the back of you and you can feel it like dripping from the bottom of like the cloth uh, looking part of the mask, like, onto your chest, and... This
2: is, like, the face hugger from Alien. Yes, it's like that's the face all hugger. That's going yes. through my head. It is, like, Ew. the face hugger
0: from Alien. <laughs> um... And, oh, no. uh, it starts to, like, drip down your body and starts to encase you, and you can hear Elle screaming, like, behind you, Whoa. and you can, you, like, even try to scream as this is, like, holding on to you, but it's like you can't get any, like, sound past it. Um, and you hear, like, this incessant, like, buzzing mixed with whispering, like, in your ears, even as, like, this booth has, like, gone over your ears, and so it's, like, encased in you, but you still hear it around you, like, a horrible surround sound, and you kind of, like, look up, and you see, um, a familiar like, face that looks pretty disappointed at you as she's looking down at you before. And, like, the goop starts to drip into the eye holes and completely cover you, covering you in this horrible black mask. And then you wake up. You are, you had fallen asleep on watch and you're just by the fire. You look around and you just, you're back there. You check your bag, the mask is in there. You look over you don't see the squat bush you went behind before. Excuse me. <laughs> what the I'm actual
2: fuck? Sorry. Um, um,
3: is Snow awake now? Like, is it now time for me to
2: come out for the watch? I, I would have to, I would have to go over and wake you up, though.
0: Yeah, unless you are just like so used to waking up at that time. I,
2: I would imagine at this point, I am used to waking up by then. Before Snow wakes up, could I just like look at the mask and see if it has changed
0: or anything? Like, does it look different? Um, the the mask itself still looks identical, but when you turn it around, that nonsensical description is no longer there.
4: Whoa.
2: Okay. I've made i m mis- I've made a mistake. Hi, <laughs> <Are> you <big>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the the finger touchy thingy. Oh, yeah, the- <laughs> okay, I'll put the mask back in my bag before snow gets out. Can I use my mask of many faces to give they a permanent like
0: regular look not not permanent but like to hide the fear behind her eyes she actually looks like horrified but she uses that to just look like impassive like hey good you're finally awake oh man they know i do that okay yeah so so snow you went you wake up and come out and they is like fine she's like hey what's up right.
2: hey good morning good morning
0: Critically Chaotic is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast brought to you by the following people. The DM is Xan, who can be found as at Zandir on all platforms. They is played by Alex, who simply cannot be found. Snow is played by Bean, a.k.a. Alexa, who can be found in a variety of ways, but mainly at Alexandra underscore Jaden on Twitter. Carius is played by Kian, who can be found as at LostFanboy on most platforms. Jerome is played by Lady, who writes, quote, and that's all you get, you dirty gremlins. Mogan is played by Queen, who chooses not to be located at this time, or ever. Leaf is played by Sayla, also known as Strawberry online, who can be found as at underscore Strawberry Milk on Twitter. The theme song is Melody by Emery. If you would like to support Critically Chaotic, please consider leaving a five-star review and following us on whatever podcast listening platform you are currently using. You can find us at Crit Chaotic Pod on Twitter with no underscores, where we post updates and retweet fan content. For any other platform you would like to see us on, please look in the description. We will see you next week for the continuing adventures of Box Anima. Have a great week, everyone. editing this later sam (laughs) it's gonna be a fucking mess i don't know how i'm going i'm going to have to leave in the fact that i just like fucked up on the description (laughs) or if i did not fuck up on the description i get to have like either way i get to have an echo of me describing it as the like (laughs) me look like dumbass or make all of you look like (laughs) dumbasses